today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what women won't tell you men. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 97 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi, and today I'm going to be talking about what women won't tell you, men, in your relationship. You know, this is something that I struggled with because, you know, something with us men, we just struggle with this. We don't don't really know what's going on. I don't know why until somebody actually tells us what is wrong. And what happened to me um, in the past, I remember when I was still serving in the military, it was a very demanding job, super demanding where it kind of got to the point where I didn't have a choice to go home on time. There would be times where I, w- I would have to stay late in order for me to make sure the mission gets done, right? Um, I don't know if any of any military men listening to this right now resonate with this, but uh, the mission needs to get done. That's kind of like the the saying in the military, like no matter what, whatever it takes, it's got to get done. And uh, I was married to Sarah at the time while I was still serving in the military. And um, yeah, I just kind of had this mentality that, hey, things got to get done. And there would be times where I would stay late back to back to back going to work, staying late, working an extra maybe like 10, 10, 12 hours a day, putting work in um, the military, doing things for our ministry part-time. There's so much. And I I desire to do this because I knew like this is what it was going to take to provide for my family. You know, I didn't really have a choice. So I was I was doing what I felt like I was supposed to be doing, you know, being that provider, being that man for for Sarah. And uh I was doing this for a few days and nothing was really told, like nothing re- Sarah never really mentioned anything to me. Um so I just continued doing that over and over and over again. It kind of got to the point where one day I drove home, I think it was around nine o'clock at night. To give you context, I, I get to work at 7. It's around 9 o'clock at night. And um, I get home. I drive in. I drive on the driveway, and I see her pacing back and forth in front of our home. And once I get out of my car, she walks, clo- she, she walks towards me, and she just starts crying. And I knew right then and there that, I screwed up. I don't know what what's going on, but I something I did was not great 
And I had to have that hard talk with her because I haven't even had dinner yet. So we were at the dinner table. I was still in my uniform and she was sharing a lot of the things that she never really started talking to me or mentioned to me until now. And the things that she was mentioning is that she desired more time. She desired more affection and that she was concerned that I was working so much. And in my mind, I was like, huh, like I thought this was a good thing. I thought this was a good thing for our marriage. I thought this is a good thing for her knowing that, hey, I was a hard worker. I have good ambition and I was going to do whatever it takes to provide for her, to put food on the table for her. And I could have reacted in a way that most men, like you, who are listening to this episode right now, just blow up on her and be like, what are you talking about? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm working hard for you. I'm working hard for us. I'm doing my best to provide for the family. Like, What are you talking about? But I didn't. I didn't decide to do that because that's not what a real man would communicate with their partner. I've learned from my mistakes. I've done that before in my past. And that didn't do anything better to my relationship. So instead, I decided to listen to her. And I decided to use everything that she was saying as feedback. And that's the day when I realized that there's just more to life than just working all the time. There's just more to life. And I knew that when that day comes where God calls me to the heavenly gates, God willing, he's not going to ask me, oh, how much work did you put in the world to get here? Or, oh, what business did you start so that you can get here to heaven? No, he's going to ask, did you love your spouse the way I told you to? Did you care for her? Did you spend time with her? Is she here with you now? Did you put the time in your marriage that you put in your career? And that's when I knew that, you know, I had to be more intentional about this. I had to set the boundary. Even if it will make my superiors unhappy about my whatever I, I bring to the table in my workplace. That I didn't live for them. I didn't live for any of them. I lived for God. And I was married to my spouse. And that is my primary priority. And after that day, like it, it hit me. Like I, I decided to be more intentional about leaving on time. Like I didn't care what who would say anything about the work that I produce or if I don't make a deadline or whatever the case is, I was going to leave on work at work on time. I don't care because I wouldn't be held accountable for that in heaven. 
but I would be held accountable for that if I weren't spending time with my spouse. So I started setting that intentional time to connect with her. I started making sure I was more intentional with the time whenever I did have that time with her because I knew I worked most of the day. But when I would have that time with her in the morning or in the evening, I would be more intentional, be more present at the time. You know, setting more time for dating each other and um, having that communication with one another and that quality time with one another. And ultimately, that just changed our marriage. And that allowed me to also leave my job because nothing changed after that day. It was still more demanding. And I knew that this is not the, the job that I wanted to do. Like if it was going to affect my primary vocation, this is not worth it. Like ultimately, I live for God. I live for God. I don't live for anybody, any, any human being in this world. I live for him and he called me to the vocation of marriage and I'm not going to do things that will compromise my marriage. So even if it's my career, I had to take a step away. But now I get to love and serve my spouse. I get to spend more time with her. I get to do work that I love and it's, it's great. So for all of you men who are listening to this right now, what your partner won't tell you that they truly crave from you is quality time. Despite what their, you hear the, the love languages and stuff, despite what their love language is, they want quality time from you. And they won't say so until it's too late. Kind of like what happened with Sarah, where they were withholding this. And the reason why they won't say a lot of these things is, I mean, one reason is that they don't want to be a burden. They don't want to be a nag to you. They don't want to, they just don't want to be that, that person to keep, to tell you what they really want. They don't want to upset you. You know, they want to give you that autonomy to do what you got to do. So they'll just rather withhold all this information. They want to make you happy. But deep down in your partner, she's not happy until she spends more quality time with you. Okay? So some some things that you should do for all of you men who struggle with this, you feel like you don't have enough good work-life balance, and you're not spending enough time in your relationship and spending that quality time with your partner, some things that you could do is number one, you've got to limit the distractions. Limit the distractions. Limit the things that are really taking you away, taking your time away from discerning your vocation to marriage with your partner because that's what ultimately why you're dating her, why you're engaged with her, is that you're not there for just to have fun, to have a good partner, to travel the world with them. No, it's to, to discern marriage. So you've got to be more intentional about that by removing the things in your life that's sucking out of sucking time away from discerning your vocation and making your pri- your relationship that priority and giving her the care that you need. So you've got to limit the video games. Limit the work. Limit the the devices, you know, the phone. When you're with her, you got to put the phone down. You got to put the TV down. You've got to 
set that time and be intentional about limiting these things that are taking you away from connecting to your partner the way that she desires to be connected with. There's so many, so much noise that's so subtle that the devil puts in our life that we've got to be attentive, attentive of to make sure her needs are filled. Number two is when you are with her, talking with her, be present. Be present. And one way that you could do that is being intentional with the conversations that you have with her. Ask her questions. Ask her how she feels. Ask her what she desires more of in her life, in her relationship. Ask her what she wants to create in her life, in her relationship. Ask her about her struggles, her successes. Go deep. Don't go surface level. The only way you can really connect with your partner and the way that she wants you to connect with her with is to go deep. Not the surface level. How are you doing? How was your day? No, just get go deep. Figure out everything about her. Okay? And another thing that can help is time block. Time block in your calendar to set those times where you're going to be intentional with her. If anything... Make sure you you date her at least once a week. While you're courting her, while you're engaged, make sure you're dating her at least once a week. And the way you do that is you put that in the calendar and you don't schedule anything else because you know that that is a priority, that that's what she deserves, that she deserves quality time from you. So put that time block, put it in your calendar and don't allow any distraction. Don't allow your coworkers, don't allow your bosses, don't allow anything worldly get in time for your discernment of your vocation with your partner because she desires the best the very best from you and she desires to connect with you and she desires that quality time from you all right men you ready to accept this challenge you ready to connect with her on a deeper level you're ready to spend more quality time with her than what you do with your personal life then let's step up Let's give our partners the quality time, the connection that they desire. And let's be the men, be the holy men that they deserve. All right. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.